tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. What is happening, Jacksonville, on a Friday? Another beautiful one here in the River City and beyond because uh, we welcome everyone in all over uh, the United States and globally that listen and watch Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Sunshine and rainbows on the Jaguars or miserable as always and just say tanking. That's it. End of story. Okay, let's go home. Let's go to the golf course. <laughs> Uh, or can you find anything in the Jaguars schedule, uh, that gets you a little bit excited at all, uh, or, uh, at least has you believing a little bit? And the schedule does shape up, uh, pretty decent for the Jags if you want to have a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith, a little bit of believability in Gardner Minshew and maybe a, a young roster. Uh, they are set up to maybe get off to a, a somewhat decent start. Um, we'll talk about what the ceiling is for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll also go through the AFC South. How do you think the schedule shakes out for the rest of the South? What's the division look like? And I've got two exercises. The most talked about team right now in the league is Tampa. Hmm. Way to get relevant. Just go get Tom Brady. That's it. Simple as that. And uh, they have become relevant. They've become the team everybody's talking about. Uh, no doubt. They get the most airtime. They did last night on NFL Network and ESPN during the schedule release. And, and probably rightfully so when you get the best player to ever play the game. So, uh, they've done that. What is their record going to be? Because they have a very tough schedule. Uh, at home especially. They got a lot of good opponents, but they got a lot of them at home. So I wonder how you feel about that. And then the New England Patriots. Without Brady. <clears throat> What do they look like? How do you feel about what they might do? And a lot of that might be how do you feel about the rest of the AFC East? Because it's an interesting time for the Patriots. Not only do they lose Brady, you'll wonder a little bit about their roster. But on top of that, the AFC East looks more formidable than it has in a long, long time collectively. Because they've made some investments in Miami. They think they have their quarterback in New York. And Buffalo looks like they're coming on. So uh, what do you think about the AFC East? Those are the two most fascinating teams to me because Tampa has not been that relevant. And the Patriots have been the most relevant. So where do you see these teams going uh, along with the uh, AFC South? Brent Martin to Austin Lane. Coos on a Friday. We got a little USC in town. Uh, the headliner, they made weight. All that is good to go. Uh, wasn't a big uh, press conference for it because no, no. Uh, we don't do that these days. But you're going to break down some of these uh, fights. It's a great card. If you like MMA, if you like the UFC, and uh, you listen to that, and Austin does it better than anybody, obviously, in town, uh, that's a no-brainer. So we'll talk a little bit about the fight coming up, the actual fights. And then just in general, once again, worth revisiting that uh, live sports happens tomorrow in the United States for the first time in basically a couple of months. And it starts right here in Jacksonville, Florida. What's happening? Not too much, man. How was that, uh, how was that schedule review last night? Because I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. 
I didn't uh, lock in, yeah. but I had it on in the okay. background. I was watching for a bit, and, and I found myself watching a couple of hours in still, maybe just because there was nothing else on. Sure. And uh, I wasn't really like sitting there waiting for them to talk about the Jags. In fact, I didn't think they would talk about the Jags at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I, in fairness, it's like, why would you? Really, are you going to break down the Jags schedule? Yeah. Now, you did have three hours. You could break down the JV schedule for East Providence High School if you sure. wanted to in a three-hour schedule show. But um, I... They spent like 30 seconds on the Jags. Would oh, that was well, it? Yeah. They talked about two and Minshew. That's that was, this was the ESPN that's version. That's because at least. we were into the schedule, so it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll uh, tell you what. The schedule reveal was a lot. Tampa, you know, a yeah. lot of Brady. The headliners, man. I mean, look look at the way they do the primetime games. There's like six, seven teams. I think it is mm-hmm. five of them have primetime heavy games in yeah. prime time, which I'm okay with. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't like a fair and balanced. Hey, let's give everybody a piece of the pie on prime time. Mm-hmm. Earn it. The teams that are not on primetime haven't really earned the right to be on primetime a lot. The teams that are on primetime have marquee players or have earned the right. The Bears have five primetime games, though. Well, it's a big market, and they do have... But have they earned five primetime games? That's fair. Okay. That's fair. They they have not, not, but they do have a lot of star power. Cleo Mack? Yeah, well, they're, but they're, Trubisky is a star because of his, his second overall pick and the ability to flop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Foles is a Super Bowl winner, so that, that, that storyline is big. Okay. Listen, the Jags were bigger and more popular when they had Foles last year because mm-hmm. he was a storyline. Sure. I'm not saying he's the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's a storyline. I mean, that's what primetime is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about stories and it's about obviously marketability. So I would say yes, that probably is less earned and more. Chicago's the, what the third biggest market in the country. Sure. Yeah. Um. Listen. So honestly, we kind of know how the schedule shook down. It is what it is. There, we'll break it down later. Give our predictions of how many wins, how many losses. But I consider yesterday it's like the Super Bowl for like social media teams for the NFL. Right, yeah. like, like all of a sudden, your schedule is going to get revealed. Um, this is your Super Bowl. This is your chance to show your creativity. This is your chance um, to kind of show, you know, especially during the quarantine time where you have some time in your hands to go on the computer. Like, you know, drop the schedule and show a cool video. I got to ask you, what do you think about the Jaguars, you know, release video? And shout out to Stuart, Action Sports, Jack Stuart Webber, who did a great job, you know, sharing all these and breaking them down. Um, he was kind of my confidant, if you will, of uh, seeing all these videos. He did. I saw how, how yeah, the Jags were interpreted in other yep. schedules. Yes, Stuart did a nice job of uh, sharing that. Uh, I like the, the Jags. I, yeah. I like the creativity of it. I think, I think they all have done a pretty good job. Uh, with those over the years. Mm. Uh, it got a little muddy last year with the game show stuff, but it See, had moments. I didn't, I didn't mind moments. the game show. Like, you know me. I'm, I'm not a big fan of cats, like house cats. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I'm allergic. I didn't like the idea of it to start. Yeah. But then I thought they did I mean, a pretty good funny. job. Of it. Like, yeah. They were funny. I'm just, I'm just not a big cat person. I mean, listen, I get it. That video wasn't for me, right? Because I'm not a big cat guy. There's a lot of big cat people out there, so it is what it is. Well, they are the Jaguars. They too. are the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, I get it, man. I'm just saying from my perspective, I got I, you. I'm, I'm not a fan of the, the, the kitty cats. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think Jags has done a pretty good job with those. Over, I guess there's uh, what Stuart was saying. There's some really stale ones. Like, I, yeah. some don't oh, even well, try. First of all, the, the Bears one, I mean, you want to talk about tanking the season? <laughs> the Chicago Bears. Some It was like a weird, like, animated thing, and I guess the story behind that one is there's a there's an artist in Chicago who's, like, really well-known among the millennials. Once again, not for us, okay? And then the Houston Texans, you want to talk about O'Brien and his just, you know, demeanor and his ways kind of infecting the culture? They literally had just kids draw pictures of who they're playing and put them on the fridge. Yeah. 
I mean, go ahead and like support like local businesses and share like that. But you're just gonna have kids draw on a piece of paper and say, hey, "This is our schedule." Just br- tanking once again. Houston Texans tanking. My favorite. Did you see the Carolina Panthers one? Uh, I don't think I did. You want to talk about like that might get nominated for an Oscar for like best short film. Best short film. They were man. all coming out at the same time, like yeah. right at seven thirty. Obviously, it was when they all blasted. Yeah, so yeah. And I didn't watch them all. So basically, there was like kind of two. There's two themes for a lot of them, right? There's the quarantine, like staying inside, yeah. And then like there the was Chargers had other exactly. people in different cities, yep. like have a message, well, right? And then that was the other one. So then the, the other, the other big theme one was kind of celebrating, you know, the businesses around the city, like you know, heroes and everything, yeah, um, like that. So uh, the the Panthers went with the quarantine route, and let me just say, man, it was it was good. Like it wasn't like necessarily the most funniest thing. There's like little jabs in there with like the Atlanta Falcons and everything, but just the way it was pr- produced and everything. Classic. Now, was the Saints thing that I saw before the schedule come out, was that just a precursor, or did they do something additional when their schedule came out? Did you see that two-and-a-half-minute video the Saints did? With the, with the workers. The workers, yeah. yeah. But So that, that was, was the video. That was their thing? Because that came I out earlier so. in the day, is my point. That okay. didn't come out like and reveal the, of the schedule. That had come oh, out maybe like it some, earlier. Maybe it was something different. Which though. was very good. But did you see the 283 reasons on that one? Yeah, Still I did. Gonna of dig. course, man. Those trying, poor Falcons, Trying to give man. everybody a hug. Those poor and Falcons. Even amidst a hug, yeah. the Falcons. I did see that. Take it. Yep. 28 to 3. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, and in the Panthers video, the kid goes outside and he sees a plane flying. It was flight 283. You know? Ah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. I, I, I feel for that because I feel like if uh, the Red Sox were around yeah. during social media, yeah. I mean, like, if they were still struggling yeah. during social media, they would have been the butt of a lot of that. Like, no, for sure. Like, if they if teams had to do a schedule, it would have been like Billy Buckner's ground ball on, <laughs> Just on, on repeat. Loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, overall, man, like, I'd probably give the, the Jaguars one. I'd give it a. A B, maybe a B minus, yeah. but once again, I mean, I thought it was the good. baby one was really good. A couple years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I, I thought that was their best one. Yeah, uh, sure. and you can't lose with babies. Yeah, so I I usually pl- babies and dogs you can't lose. Cats, eh? Yeah, not for everybody. <laughs> uh, hey, overall, we avoided the the discussion, even though we kind of had seen it. Thanks, still uh, on the yesterday, and over again i did not see the schedule by the way until after the show in complete fashion sure. for sure to confirm yeah but um it's a favorable schedule for the jags now it's got like murderers row in the second half yeah but just a quick thought or two on the schedule for this football team the way it's built for a team that really doesn't have a ton of expectation for a team that once again everybody considered michael lombardi again today tanking uh you know for all that's that, supposed to be your boy too man that's not my guy that's the guy that talked you up when you uh, drafted Diggs, wasn't it? Or no, you drafted Kinlaw. Didn't we always like play his video when you no, drafted no, Kinlaw? No, no, You're talking about uh, uh, Tannenbaum from the Jets. Oh, my bad. No, okay. Lombardi hates the Jags. Oh. Has always hated the Jags. He's a former GMO too, right? He is. Uh, okay. I think he was with Cleveland and the Patriots at one time or another. Okay. I think. When when they weren't good, though. I'm pre- pretty sure. Okay. But yeah, he's, well, he, he really. Oh, well, listen. Jags are low-hanging fruit. Sure. And he has been a critic. And listen, if you're a critic of the Jags over the last decade, you've probably been more right sure. than wrong. So, well, um, I'll tell you what, then. Monday, we're going to come in here. We're going to see all of uh, Lombardi's picks when he was a GM, and we're going to roast those picks. Yeah. <laughs> so I like it. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, everybody, again, it's uh, I love it how the Mike Glennon move, which we'll talk about a little bit, and we won't spend a lot of time <laughs> on it because to me, it's it's whatever. People but, are flustered. Uh, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, you said it. You said yeah. it. It's uh, uh, Everybody gets all bent about yeah. a backup QB. This year is about nobody but Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. And now the national media has finally admitted that. 
finally admitted that. It's taken five months to admit. Yeah. The fact that Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell came back was because they told the owner that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. And here we are. Five months later, it's still proving out that way. Yeah. The owner wants to see Gardner Minshew play. Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone want to see Gardner Minshew play. Mm-hmm. They traded away Nick Foles, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, because they want to see Gardner Minshew play. Wait, okay. Everybody just, believe that listen, now? Just, just when I start getting cocky and thinking, you know what, our, our show's reaching the masses, our show's doing very well, the national media's got to come out and say, well, it's official now, I guess Gardner Minshew is starting quarterback as of today. <laughs> and then, you know what, it really humbles me because it's, it's, it's like, you know what, maybe we do reach a little bit of an audience, but the, but the, the big wigs, the national guys, they aren't paying attention. They're not man. paying attention enough. Uh, Keeps but, me humble. So anyway, uh, listen, for a team that has little expectation, my overall thought was, you have a chance in the first six weeks to win some games. Uh, I, I don't think anything's guaranteed in the NFL. In fact, you'll see when we go through this a little bit, I believe there's always at least one game that you shouldn't win that you do win, mm-hmm. and there's one game that you should probably win or could really have a good chance to win, and you don't win. Mm-hmm. And so I try to factor that into the way I do because that's the way the NFL works. If you want to sit here and base everything off last year, well, you haven't been paying attention to the NFL yeah. for the last 20 years because it doesn't happen that way in the NFL. Uh, so, But then at the back end, the Jags, obviously, they – I mean – you, we, I mentioned four teams, I think it was, last week or, or whatever, that I don't think they can beat. Mm-hmm. And it's at Minnesota, at Green Bay. Uh, it was at L.A. because of the way they've played out west. And at Baltimore. Well, they've got them all like yeah. in a stretch of like six weeks. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be very difficult. Yeah. Even if the Jags are playing well and feel good about themselves, those will be difficult games. Yeah. I mean, when you break down the, the first quarter of the schedule, you, you like to start off at home, right? You, you you like to get your bearings underneath you, especially against the Colts you've had success uh, with before. Now, I got a message on Twitter today, and I, I didn't see what you tweeted, but you said that the Colts were going to lose the point spread to the Jaguars. They're favored by 7.5 already, according to the Action Network. What was the quote that you used why they're going to lose? I got to go back to the No, TV. no, I just said they're going to cover. I said 7.5, I'll take that right now. But did you mention something about the weather? I did not. About the no, heat? somebody else jumped in on that. Oh, you didn't say something about the heat? Okay. I did no. Okay, someone said, Doug, you, you mentioned the heat could be a factor, and we got an argument about that yesterday. Yeah, about I don't the believe heat the heat. heat. Yeah, exactly. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the Jaguars being at home to start the season off against a division opponent that they've had success with before. Maybe I did mention the heat. I have to go back in that tweet. Well, well then I guess the, the 690 syndicate's letting me down, man. They're creating, they're creating false rumors against you now. Maybe I'll have to go check it out. Yeah. But, uh, you know me. I don't believe heat is like an, uh, an uh, makes you win a game. Yeah, yeah. But... It could keep you close. <laughs> no, for sure. Get, get out, man. Yeah, the, everybody misinterpreted that. What they said is, they said, hey, I thought you have Indianapolis going to the Super Bowl because I picked them to go to the Super oh. Bowl. And now you have the Jags beating them. Well, yeah. first of all, you can lose a game and go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And secondly, I, that whole tweet was about covering a seven-and-a-half-point spread. So, so someone just said to talk to your boy Brent. He's talking about the heat when he, when he tried to argue with it yesterday or something like that. So I don't know, man. It. Whatever. But um, – um. Yeah, whatever. But no, I don't believe because it's hot in September, the Jags have a distinct advantage that will make them win games. That hasn't proven out. In fact, I will share with you today some of the slow starts the Jacksonville Jaguars have been off to in their history. Mm-hmm. And that's been a problem. And it might be more important this year to start fast than ever before. Well, it's always important, right? Every coach says that. Every coach you've ever played for says that. Yeah. But for this team, seriously, it could get nasty and ugly if they don't. And mm-hmm. and all the tanking people in the Lombardies of the world, and then well, then they could be right on the money if they don't do something early in the season. I mean, this this could be season over by mid October, 
which is even early for the Jags <laughs> yeah. if they don't get it done yeah. early on. All right, let's go through the schedule and we come back. But I also want to do this. Tampa, New England, the other AFC South teams as well. How do you feel about them? And um, I'll tell you this, a little teaser for my wins and losses. Mm. This isn't saying much, but this might be the least amount of wins I've had the Jags had in a long time to start the season. Maybe ever. Sunshine and rainbows need some gas. I think most people would still view it as sunshine and rainbows. Okay, I can't wait then. (laughs) It's coming up on ESPN 6. Hey, jump in. What do you think? We have a vote out there. What do you think the Jags will fall? Do you like the schedule? What game do you want to go to? Uh, anything bother you about the schedule? And how do you think, think the Jags are going to do? Just jump in or, or share it on social media. 904-362-9901, star star 690. Talk a little bit about the schedule. Get a little USC. And we've got some more football topics as well on ESPN 690. When you look at it and you, and you look at you know what adjustments you may need to make, in the schedule, I think the first thing you look at is, you know, where's the bye week? I, I look at that first. And then, then I look at, you know, the opponents in the beginning of the year, you know, so this way, because that's going to that's gonna be put in your prep time from now to, you know, when the season comes, you know, working on those opponents. More importantly, I, I try to look at the other team schedules that we're playing to see what they're doing the week before. I don't think coaches care about the schedule. And Doug Marone sounded like he doesn't care about the schedule. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the this is one of the reasons the Jaguar schedule is as favorable as it's been in such a long time. Think about it. From a coaching standpoint, the Jags have every game at one o'clock except for a West Coast game at four, which is really one o'clock at their time at West Coast, and an eight o'clock game at night. They have one game. Everything else is one o'clock. Well, what are you guys? Creatures of habit. Correct. Coaches love it. Yeah. Don't have to mess with it. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the hard things, I've heard this before, and this shows you the talent. Teams like New England and Kansas City and Seattle over the years and those teams that get all these primetime games. Mm-hmm. Well, you're playing on Sunday and uh, Sunday afternoon, then Sunday night, then mm-hmm. Monday, then Thursday, sometimes on the Saturday games. I mean, you're all over the place. Doesn't New England this year have like two games in five days out west? Now, they might have asked for that so they yeah. could kind of stay out. But still, two games out west in five days against the Rams and uh, the Chargers. Tough deal. So I think that's a challenge. Well, why does it help the Jags even more? No London. Yep. And no London games. They don't have to play in London. They play one on the West Coast. In fact... I think they play one west of, like, Houston or Indy, whatever one is. No, Chicago, I guess. Uh, no, Chicago's here. Green Bay, would that be the most west outside of the Chargers? Help me out geographically. Uh, yeah, you're asking the wrong person. Uh, or Cincinnati. Nah, Cincinnati wouldn't be. Okay. I think Green Bay. Green Bay, may, but you get my <laughs> point, right? Basically, you cut Geography. the country in half. That's rough, yeah, yeah. And the Jags stay mostly... On this side of the country. Sure. They don't go across the pond. Yeah. They've got one game out west. and so Minnesota, actually, too, by the way. Minnesota would be yeah. up that way. But you get my point. Yeah. And and all that with a young football team. Mm-hmm. So if I have a young football team, I don't want to be bouncing all over. I'd like to make things normal, simple, especially on this shortened time. So I'm just talking from a coach. Do I think a lot of that is like, okay, does that make you win or lose? Well, a lot of these teams have been able to handle it <laughs> that have been yeah. in prime time because why they're good. That makes you win or lose. Yeah, listen, do you think the players in the locker room care they have 15 games that are at 1 o'clock? You know, like some some guys are making a big deal about Like not the players, but I'm saying like Trey Wingo said, oh, I can't believe they got 15 games at 1 o'clock. Well, we play on the East Coast, sir, and we're going really out west one time. 
So what else do you want? I think that has become such a made-up thing because of the way the NFL has worked. Prime time. Now the game of the week at 425 on Fox. Now some of the 930 games in London. You know, everything's become a thing. And so if you're not part of the thing, you know where you're stuck? One o'clock on a Sunday. Sure. Well, Good, so man. what? It's yeah. one o'clock on a Sunday. I'd, I'd rather get out of the way. It's sure. a little bit yeah. what I was saying like about the – if I'm a player and all those. Oh, careful now, Brent. I understand what you said about the prime time. I careful get why they now. like it. Yep. But I also like my routine. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and if you've ever played sports or anything, I, I don't care what level, you like a routine. Uh, and if you're superstitious at all, that routine really comes into play. Well – for this football team, whether it's a little bit, they could use any edge they can get, mm-hmm. any edge. And I'm not saying it's an edge over the rest of the AFC South or anything, but for them, that might be a little bit of an edge. And I think for Doug Marone, that's at least a, it simplifies things a little bit. Uh, for their travel folks, simplifies things a little bit. That's something Doug Marone is not going to have to worry about very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a positive for the Jags. All right, I lied. I did use the heat as an excuse on the seven and a half. I don't what, even know what I'm what'd tweeting you say? now. I might be what drunk are, when I'm tweeting. <laughs> Do we need a drug test here? Is, I are, guess. are we back to those days now? Yeah. So I'm a liar. Yeah. So you I, I use I the heat as a as an advantage for the Jaguars to to cover that seven point five spread. Or else you would have tweeted it. Be honest. Yeah, I kinda did. Oh <laughs> man. And I just put my house on it, so now I'm losing it because of the man. heat. I don't even believe in the heat. Unreal. Well, you know I'm, I'm going to say. Yeah, that's fine. I, I could take over from here. But no, I, I truly believe, listen, Indianapolis, they're sheltered, okay? They play indoors, I was gonna, okay? I, I they think play that's in the, what I thought about, the indoor part of it. Okay. So than, well, maybe. <laughs> the 98 degrees. I, I mean, keep in mind, though, that they're in the good old Midwest, right? Like, when I went to Kansas City, I'll never forget it, man. My my first week in Kansas City for training camp, it might have been, like, I realistically, probably 82 degrees. And I was in heaven. I, I'm coming from, from Jacksonville, you know, tra- training camps two days where – it's 100 degrees, man. Like, do I cut my dreads? Like, do I have to go to that kind of level because it's that hot? I mean, I have blisters on my feet because my, you know, my socks are so sweaty. I go to Kansas City, no humidity, a, bo- a nice, crisp, cool 82 degrees, and I got guys next to me, oh, man, it's hot out here. I'm like, excuse me? You're going to say it's hot on 82 degrees? Have fun in Jacksonville. You know, that was the other plan in Jacksonville. I go, what the hell in Jacksonville week one? Because there is a difference. So with that being said, you cannot s- simulate the humidity September 13th if you're in Indianapolis. Okay? Yeah, you can go ahead and wear extra layers and sweat out a little more. But it does, have a, it does take a toll on your body. Now, nine times out of ten, the better team will always win. But I'm just saying if it's a close competitive game, you're going to the fourth quarter – that can give you a competitive advantage. We'll find out. Sure. Uh, it at least will give you a competitive advantage to cover a seven-and-a-half-point spread. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett Martineau, Austin Lane, Coos here on a Friday. Schedule came out last night to nobody's surprise. It's a decent schedule for the Jags. I really do. I don't think there's a lot to complain about other than lack of primetime games. We don't even have to play Tennessee, which is beautiful. Uh, so here we go. You Let's get into it. Sure. How do you think the Jags are going to start? So give a shit. Let's do this. Give me your first month. First month. Okay. So first month. Um. You know what? I got the Jaguars. Should I write it. this down? Yeah, because I mean I didn't write it down. Didn't I, I didn't do any homework. Down. No, I didn't do any homework. I didn't spend any time on this. I'm literally gonna look at the teams and say I think someone's gonna win. And it is what it is. Well, 
quite frankly, that's about the homework we all do. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> maybe this might be written down. Well, and here's the thing. So you texted me this this afternoon, like, hey, can you br- break down the AFC South, the schedules, how they think they're going to finish? I thought you were kidding. Like, I didn't know you were serious. And then I said, guys, do it on the show. And you said, okay. So that's, that, that's what I'm going to do now. So I don't know if Kuz wants to write these down. No, or whatever. I'll write them down. Okay. So do you want to go back and forth then? Uh, no, like, you take the first month and then I'll go. Okay, so September 13th, the Colts come to Jacksonville. Go ahead and give me a win for the Jaguars. Woohoo! That heat, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. Uh, Jaguars at Titans, September 20th. That's going to be a loss. Okay. I've got it. Okay. Uh, Dolphins at Jaguars, September 24th. That is going to be, and keep in mind, I don't know what I'm really essentially talking about here, but I got a feeling that's going to be a loss for the Jaguars. Interesting. October 4th at the Bengals is going to be a win for the Jaguars. There you go. Two so and at two. this point, they're two and two? Two and two. Okay. Would uh, there be calls for Minchu to be replaced at that point? <laughs> two and two. Two and two. I don't know. I'm honestly Call curious. Man. With a two and two. Two and two. Two and two. They start hanging his number Take in the, the rafters. Finger off the trigger the for a second, man. But a loss to the Dolphins, I could see there being a lot of reaction to that. Well, there would be because of the prime. I, I understand what right. you're saying, especially yeah. if it's Tua. See, I don't think Tua's playing the first early on. Neither do I. I really don't, which I think could hurt the Jaguars in that sense. Not to say I'm scared of Fitzpatrick. We did that the other day, but a guy knows how to win. He's been around enough. And, I mean, you're talking about a, a coin flip type of game, roster-wise. Dolphins did a bunch to improve their roster. Don't sleep on that. They weren't very good last year, but they actually probably exceeded expectations. Remember, they were tanking and they won five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they might be even better now. I want to share this with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jags have been traditionally slow starters. Well, why is that? And I'm talking more recently, say, last 10 or 15 years. Well, because I haven't been very good. So take any month, mm-hmm. and they really haven't been any good. Now, there's an exception to that. Doug Marone has done a nice job. Two and two in his first year. That was the year they really went on a roll later in the season. Yeah. Three and one, the first, remember, beating the Patriots and the mm-hmm. Jets here oh, at home. Oh, yeah, I was getting my Super Bowl tickets already. And, everybody, the and then it went downhill. Yeah, it was bad. And two and two last year. Huh, Jags so, opened up two and two last year. So I'm feeling pretty good. But before that, let me tell you the la- the the six years prior. One and three, mm. one and three, mm. oh and four, mm. oh and four, one and three, one and three, and then after before, there's a lot of two and twos in there. They've been three and one uh, five different times in franchise history. They've been four and oh one time in franchise history, and 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 I'm uh, assuming uh, you would think that was '99, but it was actually 1998 when they were four and oh. So they've only been oh and four as bad as the Jags have been at times four different times in franchise history. So I, I think Marone actually carries some weight early in the season. Sure. The first quarter of the season, which teams like to do. So that being said, uh, I have it like this. Because okay. of the heat, I've got him beating Indianapolis in the opener. Seriously? No. Not okay. because of the heat. Okay. No, I but do have him beating Indianapolis. Why then? Well, because I did, by the way, when I did Tell my... Out. Don't you have the Colts going to the Super Bowl? Here we go. I knew this. This You're the same guy that said that earlier. What, do you oh, have yeah. to win the first game of the year to go to the Super Bowl? Is, is there a new rule on that? I mean, it helps. It does? It, it shows that you have a pretty good team. If you come out and lose the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're going to rebound right away and go to the Super Bowl? 
you have four months to rebound. Okay. And by the way, this year they might have five. Well, and I get it. The Patriots did it a couple years ago, obviously. And teams, uh, you can lose the first game. Mm. The first game of the year is the biggest crapshoot game of the year. Yeah. I'll get back to why I picked the Indianapolis game in a little bit. It has okay. nothing to do with it. Well, it has a little to do with the heat. <laughs> the heat has to cover the spread. I mean, we're, we're all about the heat right now. And, and I don't appreciate getting an argument with you yesterday about it, but here we are. It's cool. I have a formula. What's that? That I like to abide by. Okay, I'm just going to say, last year when the Ravens beat the Dolphins 59-10 to week one, you know what I knew? I knew the Ravens were probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, okay. but you thought also that the Dolphins were absolutely horrific. Sure. Because they lost the next game as well like crazy big, oh, didn't I mean, they? Oh, they, they lost a lot of games yeah. crazy. Yeah, but I'm just but saying. But you're right, Lamar looked pretty darn good. It was a good, good first impression. Yeah. Um, okay, so Colts getting beat. Well, I don't think, by the way, the Colts are that kind of team to, to go 14-2. and two. Okay. I, I don't, you can be a Super Bowl team and not be 15 and 1, 14 and 2, 13 and 3. I mean, you win your division, you get in the playoffs, you get a home game, you know, you might be a 11 and 5 team. Mm-hmm. And you can still go to the Super Bowl. I, I just don't see how that correlates. I was asked that question even about covering the seven and a half. And, and I was like, well, why does that correlate? It's the first game of the year. It's a lot like the last game of the year. I mm-hmm. think our crapshoot games yep. where you just don't know. Miami, New England last year. New England had all the stuff riding on it. Miami had nothing riding on it. In yep. fact, probably better if they lose in theory yep. and they win. Well, I think the first game of the year is a little bit like that. And I also, as you see my schedule, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer. I said this earlier that you win one game that you shouldn't win and you lose one game that you shouldn't lose. Sure. Well, I want you to hear me out on my first four. Okay. Let me just say, though, who's record this, if it's going to be like world record temperatures of going to be like a, a cold front coming in September 13th, and it's going to be like 70 degrees, I don't want you to come in here and change your answer to be like, <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it some more, I think the Colts are going to win this game. Okay? Uh, yeah. Don't don't put the heat on it, Brett, because you said the heat doesn't matter. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going with the heat. Okay. Uh, but I was surprised that other people didn't go with the heat and had them seven-and-a-half-point favorites. True. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look at a little my, bit more. Of my point. I'm taking a look at my Vegas uh, but anyway, app right now. So I've got to make some bets. Yep, I got to win. I got a loss at Tennessee because I don't know how anybody in their right mind can have them beaten Tennessee at Tennessee. It's just sure. uh, just the way it's been. I, I, not even I can do that. I've got them winning on uh, Thursday night football against the Dolphins. I think okay. I think that's a team that they really can beat. You know who else I think they really can beat? And I've been a little surprised that people projecting that they would lose and they're like underdogs by Vegas and the roster and all this is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But I actually think that's a game that a lot of people go into and say, hey, I think the Jags can go up there and win. They won last year. They actually should have dominated that game. Remember that opening drive and then they couldn't get in the end zone? I think they run away with that game. If if they end up scoring, mm-hmm. um, and now you got a rookie quarterback, well, this go so in the first month of the year, I have a game where I think most people would say the Jags are going to lose, that they win, mm-hmm. and they have a game that a lot of people would say they should could win or should win, and they lose. See, I think they lose to Cincinnati. I did the exact same thing except with the Dolphins. Yeah, because I, mean, I think I paid for the Jaguars matchup well, the Dolphins, but for that reason, too. I have Brian Fitzpatrick coming in here and just tearing them apart. Yeah, so. I think it's important to note too when you say in this stuff. I mean, this. The Jags are in a position roster-wise where they can lose to anybody. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to be easy for the Jags. No mm-hmm. way. No way. Hasn't mm-hmm. been, and it won't be. And that being said, that's why I have identified four games where I think I have a very hard time even seeing them sniffing a win. The Baltimores at Green Bay's, the at Minnesota's, the at the Chargers. I just think the talent gap is too much for mm-hmm. me to actually see them winning. Now, it's the NFL – but I tried to get a game like that, 
and the best I could do was the Indy game. Sure. The one that I was like, okay, they're probably not as good on paper. I think Indy's going to be good. I think Indy's the team that beat in the division. But the divisional game, and the Jags have performed well against Indy in the past, much like Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. right? Pittsburgh, you'll say, hey, they're way better on paper probably, especially with Ben Roethlisberger. But Jags have performed well against Pittsburgh. We'll see how we pick that one uh, in a little bit. All right, so go second month. We both have them two and two, by the way. Have them losing the Texans. Lions come to Jags, so I have the Lions beating the Jaguars. All right, so two and four at the bye. That's a danger zone for the Jags. That 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 doesn't make you feel good. Does not make you feel good at all. I have them actually going to San Diego and winning. Wow. Okay. And then I have them losing to Texans uh, in Jacksonville. So you're afraid of Houston a little bit, I see. I mean, if I'm the Jaguars, I'll be honest. I'm afraid of a lot of people right now. You, but, right. yeah, I mean, Houston, yeah, it's Deshaun Watson, man. All right, I got him uh, losing to Houston yep. because it's on the road. Yep. And then I've got him beating Detroit at home. Sure. So I actually have the Jags 3-3 three and three at the bye. <laughs> Believe me, that would be, a, I think, a huge win for the Jags. That, that's a little sunshine and rainbows. It's doable. Yeah. I think Ultra Sunshine and Rainbows would have had four and two. Sure. Because you could say, okay, steal one of those first two games, and then I think you can beat Detroit. I think you can beat Cincinnati. I think you can beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I just don't think it goes that way. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't. I've got them losing at L.A. They can't win out West, and Chargers are just better. Whether Herbert plays or not, they're just better mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I've got them beating Houston at home. Okay. And uh, so there I have them four and four after eight. Batting 500 right now. What do I have? You have them uh, three and five. Three and five. It's not that different. Nah. Let's see how this next end goes, though. All right. So now we're going to Green Bay, right? Yep. All right. Got them losing at Green Bay. Got them beating the Steelers at home. Okay. Ooh. this one. Browns at Jacksonville. Tough one, man. I got to go with the Browns. And I don't like saying that out loud. Uh, I have them losing to Minnesota. The, 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 that stupid clap is going to echo out the Duvals. <laughs> By the way, they stole that. John Bachman, I know you're listening. They stole that, all right? They stole it from Iceland in the World Cup game. Come up with something original. And that stupid horn that goes off, no one's liking that either. And then Titans at Jacksonville. Uh, I got the Titans winning. Hey, that's a bad stretch right there, folks. It's a tough stretch. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so that's the next month started with Green Bay. I've got them losing at Green Bay. I have them beating Pittsburgh. Yeah. What I wrestled with here, and I have them losing against Cleveland, I was like, I, I actually saved those two games to last. I went back, ah. and I was like, I feel like they're going to win one of these two. I don't think they're going to lose both, and I just think the trend says they better play in Pittsburgh. Listen, people don't want to say it, but Cleveland has a chance to be, like, really good. Sure. Now, what you could argue by the time they get there – Cleveland has a chance to be very dysfunctional, too, if they don't live up to it early. And that's where I was going with it. But I'm saying, you know what? I I like the trends. The Jaguars have a good record against AFC North teams. They have a winning record against all of them, winning record against Pittsburgh. And I think we're in Pittsburgh's head a little bit here in Jacksonville. Yeah, you know, I agree. Uh, So I I think uh, I take that one. The loss, Cleveland. Uh, the loss, uh, you already went down to Tennessee. But oh, I'm the, sorry, yeah. The, I've got them losing to Minnesota. Okay. So you have them lo- uh, losing to Tennessee at yep. home. Yep. Baltimore, L. Yeah. Chicago. I haven't beaten the Bears. There you go. Yep. Foles. Yep. Uh, and Indy, L. Haven't, no. Oh, you win. At no. Indy. Haven't beaten the Colts. How about that? Haven't beaten the Colts Not twice because this of the year. Heat. <laughs> Not because of the heat. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't won in the last game. Do you know why? Because I don't see the Colts going to the playoffs, and they're not going to play for anything. Do you think Colts will be disappointing? Uh, 
A little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I, listen, it's it's pure, pure speculation right now. Philip Rivers wasn't good last year. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And it all hinges on Philip Rivers. Exactly. If he sucks like he did in, uh, last year. Yeah. Well, then there's there's they're in trouble. Well, that and I just like the storylines of the fact that Philip Rivers has always had the Jaguars number, and this is the year the Jaguars finally get him back twice. So that's kind of what I'm going with too. That'd be good. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, listen, I don't mind being wrong there about the Colts if they stink. That's sure. fine. Yeah, but to go to the Super Bowl, I mean, you're not you're not bummed about it. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you, I, you kind of look like a, a genius. I'd rather the Jags do well than me be right. How about that? I like your style, man. Uh, the I've got them beating Tennessee at home. Mm, yeah. Um, losing to Baltimore, couldn't do it. I just, I, I, there's no way. It, it, it might be snowing in Baltimore. At, at, that yeah. that should, that actually sneaky is a hard weather game for the Jags. What's like the, people look at Green Bay like mid-November. Well, it could be freezing, could be blizzard, could be this. Look at December twentieth, and mm-hmm. look at the weather in Baltimore. And my guess is you could get a little bit of everything. What's the over/under of sacks for Clay's Campbell that game? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You I feel three? like you I, three. I feel like when you're playing Baltimore, it'll be one of those games that can be very boring on offense for the Jags. Like they kind of just get out of there, and it's like you know how you're handoff yeah. and you're like three and out a lot and you're punting away. I'm just away. saying, man. I'm just saying. You got Clayus Campbell and, and former defensive line coach Joe Cohen, who holds grudges, who hasn't forgotten that he got let go in Jacksonville. Could be a big day for Clayus Campbell. More, uh, and I love you, Calais, yeah. but I'm a little bit more concerned about how many touchdowns will Lamar Jackson score than I am Calais Sacks. Good point. Yeah. Uh, and Indy, I have. Uh, oh, by the way, Chicago. Chicago. I'm gonna win too. Yeah. Right. No one's buying the Bears this and, year. Uh, I've got a loss. Uh, for Indy on the road because right. it's cold. How, and, how uh, many wins do I got for So him? you have uh, three, four, five, six. You rally late. Six and ten. You rally with two wins. Oh, oh you know what's going to happen here, too? They're going to go six and ten. They're going to rally late. And what are we talking about? It do this draft picks. Do all that, but did, do two the, useless wins. Well, yeah, but then do, do they end up retaining Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone? <laughs> That's that's what I can see happening where it's going to be like, well, you know what? At the end, they kind of rallied a little bit. Do you keep that momentum going for next season? I got seven and nine. <laughs> hey, you want to say a little optimistic? Man. Dude, you know how hard that is for me to get the Jags down to seven wins? <laughs> Below 500? It kills you, that doesn't tough. it? tough. It kills you. That's hard. Yeah. It's a really tough stretch. Here's what I, I do uh, a little bit. I have them split with the, the AFC South teams. It's probably unlikely that happens. Mm. But I also don't see any of the AFC I mean, again, Indianapolis... If Philip Rivers plays well, then that, you could you know, be in trouble let's there. Let's be honest. They're the ultimate boomer bust. I mean, maybe in the entire NFL. In the entire NFL. That's they're why the I ultimate picked them in, in that Super Bowl yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, I think it could take a little bit for them to get going. It was really less about the heat and more about, hey, get going a little bit. I mean, will they have the camp they need? Are they trying? That's the time you catch teams. Yeah. Right? There are two th- other things that favor the Jags, I thought, in the schedule. You can catch some of those teams, whether it's the rookies or a team like Philip Rivers adapting to a new team. And then on the other side of it, and this is why it won't necessarily go, even though that looks like a murderer's row. The Jags are not going to lose all those games in the second half of the year, yeah. even though you could make the case they might. Mm-hmm. They'll be the underdog heavy in a lot of those. But who's hurt by that? Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Rodgers still playing? You know, yeah. has Lamar Jackson dinged himself up? Is Houston and Deshaun Watson, have they have has he stayed healthy? You know, I mean, those are fair questions, because by the time you get to the second half of the year, teams are different. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, I'm looking at some of the projections from last year and what happened. I mean, Baltimore's picked to win less than eight games last year. They won 14. Yeah. 
You know, uh, the team like Tennessee wasn't picked. To, I think they picked to like finish third seven in the, or something. Yeah. yeah, they weren't that far off. You know what's interesting is I thought uh, Pittsburgh would be on a, a bigger slide. Yeah. Well, they were picked to win about nine games. Sure. And mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt. They mm-hmm. go to like three quarterbacks at one time, right? Yeah. And uh, they won eight. I think they had the Bears like winning eleven or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So and that's what I'm still working on that a little bit to see. Like you can take all these projections as you want. Yeah. But how far off are they? Yeah. You know. Well. But you know what's crazy to me that you just said? Because you said Philip Rivers on a new team that, that could cost them. Really. I mean, I, I completely agree. New jerseys, new teammates. You don't really have Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon. You have Marlon Mack. You got Jonathan Taylor. So you can get a Wisconsin boy back there. You might be all right if you're Philip Rivers. But the receiving core is going to be different, okay? And the, the scheme is going to be a little bit different. So I agree with you here. But here's the fact, Brent. You said that Philip Rivers could struggle week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars because of being on a new team. But you tweeted out the heat, though. You know. <laughs> but heat. you, but you, but you didn't say that in your tweet, though. You yeah. tweeted out the heat. I tweeted out the heat for putting my house on seven and a half points. Out the heat. It could be like a, you know, a, a both. You know, a new team. It's warm. It's a lot. It's warm. He's stressed. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a, a coaching gig. Did you see tweet? that? Yeah. What's up with that? What? Did Does you that make you nervous if you're a like a? No. Well, I think uh, it was a place in Alabama. It sounded like a yeah. Catholic school or a private school in a- Alabama. It basically said he's got a head coaching gig waiting for him whenever he retires. Oh, huh. uh, high school, right? Yeah. So said, yeah. No, it doesn't bother me. Well, it doesn't bother me. It's just kind of odd, right? So yeah. He's coaching waiting. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> high school. For sure. For sure. I mean, it, 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 listen, it's good to have job security. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I but just like if you're who, halfway through the season, I didn't read too much to... up on it, but I wonder who the coach is now and be like, <laughs> uh, yeah, might have the shop for a year or four. Yeah, I don't know, honey, should we buy the house or not? I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with a little job security. Like, like, if I mean, if because it would probably happen eventually. But when I get fired from this show, <laughs> I hope I have a high school job waiting for me to come come coax me in to do something else. The great thing about Philip Rivers coaching a team is he's got enough kids to actually feel the team and a cheerleading <laughs> uh, squad for sure, man. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, how is that about? Is that is that a ceiling for the Jags? Seven games. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you could stretch to eight if you really want to. Could you find another W in there? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. Again, you're really gonna have to be like, all right. Do you think they could squeak something out against Minnesota? Do they sweep a team like Houston? Yeah. You know, because you'll see. I think Houston might. <sighs> have a chance to struggle this year you yeah. know and maybe even more to the depths of, that's what happens sometimes mm-hmm. right teams i mean the jags they were three and one man in 18 and, and i don't care what you say about the team nobody expect them to lose nine in a row correct and, but sometimes that that happens you just get on these slides and you can't stop them kind of wonder if houston you'll see my projections on houston a little bit later and you almost wonder will bill bill o'brien make it through the season the way things have trended is that kind of like lining up for that to happen will deshaun watson be great this Mm -hmm. year without the andre hopkins what if the injuries you know that's those are the things you take if you really want to try to predict and get them right i think those are some of the things you take uh, into consideration let me ask you this here. Okay, so you got him going seven to nine, and I think you know that's a that's a pretty generous assessment, right? I think, Absolutely, I think I'd be the, on the high side. Well, but I think if the Jaguars go seven to nine, you know what? Some people are wondering about. I think that high side. I, I think the community <laughs> would actually be pretty intrigued because you know what that means? That means Gardner Minshew probably had a pretty good year then, right? Let me ask you this: six and ten, like I got him going, is that enough to kind of shy away from the first round quarterback? In 2021, from a win total. Now we, you know, we don't know how Gardner Minshew played that season, but I'm just saying, if he wins six games, is that enough for you going forward? 
And we'll keep in mind, we don't know the stats, and that's important too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take the easy way out here. I just don't know if I can say unequivocally. It's like it's like what I said the other day. Could you could win five or six games, and and Gardner could throw thirty touchdowns and twelve picks. Yeah. I mean, you could, but you don't know if this defense is going to be alarmingly bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't. Some of those picks costly. They don't finish games off. Uh, maybe he leads them down, but they give up a, a score late a couple of times. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. I Again, I think they start the year with four losses. Think about it this way. If they start the year with four losses, but the games I said that I think are really hard to see them winning, just because they're just not there yet roster-wise, that's reality. Uh, and that's also a far away from saying they're tanking because of their roster. Well, that leaves 12 football games. So that means, like, I got them go, they got to go seven and five in those games. Like, mm-hmm. you have them going, if you take the same thing, because you do have those losses down, yeah. you, they got to go six and six in those games. Mm-hmm. How does he play in those wins? You know, does he, did he engineer some of those comebacks? I mean, he had three comeback wins. How's he playing against some of his peers? Uh, or is he the one costing you things? You know, yeah. hasn't fixed the fumble problems, you know, making bad decisions. Hesitant to throw over the middle, those kind of things. I, I just think it's really hard to paint it that way. I think it's easier to say. I think this is hard too, but I think it's easier to say uh, are Doug and Dave back mm-hmm. than it is the Minshew thing. Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, it's also going to be like we're if they were six and ten, where you say, mm-hmm. well, they're picking maybe eight or nine or ten again. Sure. That's where they were this year. If they have seven wins, like I said, shoot, they might be picking fourteenth. Well, that becomes a heck of a lot harder to go get your guy, mm-hmm. you know. So you might be riding it a little bit longer with Minshew, but still taking a quarterback at some point and saying, "All right, we're really bringing it in yeah. competition." I think it's a really hard thing to answer, uh, and I'm not trying to duck it. I just think it's a really hard thing to answer. But that's why we asked earlier this week: wins or stats? Yeah. And I think stats win the day. Stats do win the day. Because again, if if I tell you right now that he's got thirty touchdowns and twelve picks, you're not asking me how many games did he win. You're saying, hey, that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, get, sign me up for that right now, Brent. Yep. I'm going to sign you up for 3,800 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 12 picks, and I'll let the chips fall where they may. And it's like we talked about. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. That's why Matthew Stafford starts a drop. It right? really is. Because the, Nobody cares about wins there. No, because, I mean, the, the guy puts up some pretty good numbers. Okay, he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, they feel Doesn't like have the wins to back it up. they're losing not because of him. Correct. Yeah, he's he's not the liability there. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think you could make the case if they're 6-10, and 10, they're losing not because of Gardner. Mm-hmm. We're around here in Jacksonville for a long time. Even when the Jags were winning, it was they're winning in spite of Blake. Yeah. Or winning in spite of Gabbert. Or winning in spite of Garrard, or that's kind of been the the mantra around here. Whether it was true or not, that's been the mantra. This is listen. This is why I'm so prevalent on this three four defense going forward now because they have to have Gardner Minshew's back, right? Like, yes, like yes. Jackson is a great quarterback for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, MVP, okay? But guess what? He also has a defense that always has his back. He's always getting the ball back, you know, three and out, three and out, three and out. Go do your thing, Jackson. Go do your thing. With Gardner Minshew, man, I want to see a defense that actually has the quarterback's back because, once again, we do talk about this is the ultimate addition. Let's give him the ultimate tools to succeed and let's see what he's got. Well, you also need a good defense to have his back to get the opposing offense off the field so Minshew can go down there and score. All right, what else does the uh, other – what do the other teams look like in the ASC South? That's what I was trying to say. I swear this guy's your cousin, by the way, on social media. 
just killing me this week. What do you say? I'll share it later. We'll talk more about mm. the schedule and the other teams. Who are you scared of in the AFC South? Are you, you don't, you're not afraid of the Colts. Is it Tennessee in the AFC South? Because that's yep. where everything begins yep. for the Jags. It's all about the AFC South. It's next on ESPN 690. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 